welcome to the Mythic Traveler podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Sandara, and this is a podcast where we will bridge the mythopoetic soul and mental health. We'll speak about topics like earth-based wisdom, astrology, the Akashic Records, and much, much more. Thank you for being here. I could not have thought of anyone better to kickstart what this whole podcast is about. Christoph Haskell is truly a man that embodies living a mythic life, that truly lives what he is passionate about and what he is speaking about today on this podcast. To introduce a little bit about him, he's a lover of the ocean, a mentor and wilderness guide, and my beloved partner of four years now. He's passionate about rewilding the human psyche. He's been leading young men in rites of passages since 2018. He holds a Master of Arts degree in East-West Psychology from the California Institute of Integral Studies. He's been in a seven-month somatic eco-psychology and wilderness quest apprenticeship with Wilderness Reflections and is in a year-long healer training in Taoist Light Qigong. For astrology enthusiasts, he's a Leo rising, Sagittarius moon, and an 8th house, Aries sun. Everybody, please give a warm welcome to my beloved and this amazing human, Christoph. I really hope that you enjoy this episode. So our conversation is split into two. In this first part, we talk about his personal journey into the hero's journey, how it weaves into his experience as a surfer. And not to brag here, but he literally surfs Mavericks. If you know where that is, it is like a 20 to 30 to 40 foot big wave spot um, north of San Francisco. And we also talk about how a new level of yourself is waiting on the other side of facing your fear. He also talks about, of course, the phases within what's known as the hero's journey and how he has lived it himself and essentially the grand opportunity that this brings for us in living this myth and in traveling into these places of our consciousness. I have a couple of offerings I want to talk about and invite you to. One being my integrative counseling container. This is for you if you are wanting to cultivate meaning purpose develop your psychic senses develop your connection to the akasha also known as the akashic records your connection to the planets the stars as well as your connection to the earth this is a soul making container very similar to um the topic that we're talking about on this episode and it involves facing a lot of fears, facing a lot of mental constructs that the mind has designed, conditioning that 
we have taken on over our lives and essentially alchemizing them so that we can live from our soul from the deeper part within us so this is a three to a nine month commitment you can choose however long you want whatever feels good for you and i provide my personal mythos session i weave in the akashic channeling that i do as well as counseling techniques to um as kind of pillars for this journey as well as a few other techniques and tools but this is for you if you are needing to alchemize emotion we always start with what is most alive for you in session this is for you if you want to mark a significant life change or a transition that you are going through in your life this is for you if you want to practice autonomy and sovereignty with your deepest soul's soul yearnings if you want to deepen your ability to be in flow state your meditation practice integrating new values and spiritual philosophies into your life so i will send i will put the link down below for you to access the application for that next i want to invite you to becoming a channel with daniela gill this is an immersion it start it started february 23rd this podcast is probably coming out the day after that it has started you can register for free at any time but essentially this is an epic immersion with so many incredible teachers channels leaders that truly serve from this stream of divine inspiration that is known as channeling and they are all going to speak on what it means and how to become a channel yourself daniela gill is a teacher and amazing beautiful friend of mine of the akashic records um, and has definitely influenced the way that i channel and how i serve in in my way as well so on march 9th at 11 a.m pacific standard time i'll be collaborating with her on a q a integration call where essentially i'll be holding space for any questions you have and also for learning how to integrate all of the wisdom nuggets that you learned from the immersion into your daily life in terms of how to embody being a channel so i would love to have you join us this is seriously such an honor to be a part of i'm so excited to collaborate with her and um, all of the teachers there in this way i'll also put the link down below for you to register and that is all for now please enjoy this episode again note that this is part one and there is a part two coming out after this next week and enjoy today is a conversation with someone really really dear to me and someone that I am really grateful to have in my life and to be really close with and 
His name is Christoph Haskell. So welcome to the episode, Christoph. Thanks for having me. All right. So the general theme of the conversation we want to have today is on facing our fears and the hero's journey. But before we dive into that, kind of like a general, maybe personal question that I want to ask you, that I ask all of our guests is, what psychological season of life do you find yourself in currently? Well, I think I'm probably in a late winter to early spring because I feel a lot of um, old identities dying off and a lot of things that I used to do are are no longer um, available to me and what I'm aiming for now and who I'm becoming now is something very new and different than who I was before so there's this kind of like death and rebirth so Mm -hmm. yeah I'd say I'm kind of like at the end of winter where everything's died off and it's like almost spring we're like getting around the corner to spring and new life is about to start flourishing pretty soon it's kind of what it feels like incredible thank you for sharing your i i definitely experience you as someone that is really in tune with your inner seasons and like these chapters of life that you go through and also as someone that is aware of you know certain identities that come through in your life and then also this like really, really beautiful, almost like detachment with those identities and this knowingness. <laughs> Even though I'm I I it's 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 hard through and through, you know, sometimes, but you have this knowing of like, okay, it's time to change. And it's something that I've really had the honor of witnessing you navigate. Sometimes you have a choice and sometimes you're just either going to go down kicking or screaming or just go down with grace. (laughs) (laughs) Really graceful is usually a little bit easier. Yeah. To to dive into our topic today and we can kind of flow with, you know, if it takes any other branches, but let's start with fear. You know, what does, what does fear maybe mean to you? And what is your relationship to fear and how does it differ from how the overculture mainstream culture relates to fear? I think just in answering that question, I'm having, I'm actually feeling drawn to already talk about the hero's journey a little bit. Cause I feel like the two are like very much related in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a time back in my early twenties when I used to take a lot of like solo road trips and like camping trips by myself. And I was kind of like very much on this quest of like, you know, who am I and who am I becoming? And, you know, that sort of thing that we go through when we're younger. I remember taking this trip up to Big Sur and I was camping in the mountains for a few days and just kind of on this journey. And I took one of the days I took a hike up on this ridge and, um, I was in, you know, I was in an altered, altered state and I was taking this journey and hiking along this ridge and I was, you know, really intending to have some sort of breakthrough or some sort of realization about, you know, the direction my life was going in. And I had this whole 
this whole journey, this whole hike, this whole day, and it was, it was really beautiful and felt a lot. And I saw a lot of beauty and I, you know, I had, I had this whole beautiful experience of, you know, this day on top of this mountain in, in Big Sur. And I was all by myself the entire time. It was just, it was really beautiful and incredible. And yet there's still, there is still this sense of what I came out here looking for. I still hadn't really uncovered yet. And I was, I was walking, I was walking back down the mountain and I was walking i was getting closer to my car and i was i knew my journey was kind of coming to an end for the day it had already gotten dark out and i knew it was kind of like the the end of my hike and i had i I still had this feeling like you know like you know there's still there's still something more still something more that i'm that i'm wanting to understand there's still something more that's wanting to come through here um on this journey and i kind of stopped and i felt into that for a little bit and as I was feeling in just to the quality of what what that was or what that could be, I had this vision of um, I had this vision of a dragon. Like there is this there is a there is a dragon, and I and I was I was this knight in armor. You know that's that's when it kind of hit me. Like oh yeah, like hero's journey, duh. And like I was I was this hero on this journey. Oh no. So the, there wasn't there. No, sorry, I'm, I'm telling the story wrong. There wasn't a dragon. I had the feeling that I was this knight. I was a knight. I was in armor, and I had this sword. And but there, but there was no dragon. There was no dragon to slay. There was, um, and I, I interpreted the dragon as like this. This was the thing. This was the challenge. This was the, the hardship, the journey, the initiation that I was. I was to overcome, and I was. I was to face, and it's that's 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 where the fear comes in too, because it's like the dragon also, you know, represents this initiation, this this transformation, but it also represents the facing of your fears, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, in one sense, the journey really begins when you face your fear. <laughs> that's 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 when the journey begins, because the journey, you know, the whole. The whole transformation, the whole journey, the whole the whole thing is just on the other side of what you're afraid of. Yeah. You know, right off the back, we we can think of just a million different stories and analogies from our life of you know times that we've finally had the courage to face our fear, and then and then the journey's really begun, and then the transformation's really taken place. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a roundabout way of getting to your question, but that's that was that was my introduction into, you know, the importance of facing your fears. Wow. So this is, this is really interesting because you had this experience of, you know, feeling maybe in a sense, like really enchanted by nature on this solo hike that you were on and um, feeling the aliveness there, but at the same time, feeling like something was missing and that there was something more to happen or to experience. And with the realization that you were this like archetype of like a knight or someone ready to kind of like defend or tackle or just like really like face something head on, but not having a dragon, not having an initiatory kind of thing so that you could face in a sense that was that that was still contributing to this sense of like there is something more so we think of fear as something that 
you know, I mean, maybe not us individually. I mean, maybe <laughs> I definitely um, shudder in the face of fear a lot. And maybe like the overculture also thinks of fear as something that you have to stay away from and that you have to like soothe yourself from at all costs and, you know, kind of lunge to these forms of false security. But would you maybe say that that fear is actually something that we need, that fear is like integral to our experience? And in that sense, is it even, is it still fear or is there something more that could, that you could define fear as in this context of like, you know, needing, need, uh, us needing a dragon on our path for mm -hmm. transformation? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a lot, there's a lot, there. there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about there. First of all, just like, yes, 100%, like fear Fear is absolutely necessary. Fear is our greatest teacher. It's what's it's what keeps us keeps us alive. It's how we know that you know it's it's our self preservation. It's like if we didn't have fear, we none of us would still be alive. So it's like fear is one hundred percent absolutely necessary for us. And at the same time, um, like like I was saying earlier, it's it's necessary to keep us alive and it's also necessary for our soul's growth to have the courage to face it in in those times that we need to face it right so it's 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 a both and it's a yes it's a yes we need this this energy in our lives so we don't just like fall off a cliff, <laughs> fall off a cliff and, <laughs> and and end ourselves and for me the journey of of face and fear is one of really cultivating discernment around when that fear is serving my highest good when that fear is serving as a beneficial protection for me for my life and limb and mm. you know well-being and safety and when that fear mm. is actually blocking me from experiencing um what what I'm what I'm here to experience you know from experience mm. in the full transformation the full alchemy that i'm mm -hmm. i'm here to have in this life in this lifetime um mm -hmm. and yeah maybe maybe i'll i'll just dive in with talking a little bit about how i discern mm -hmm. you know when it's when it's serving me and when it's blocking me and from, i was just gonna ask yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good segue because this, this is something where you know our our culture you know we're, we're taught that you know if maybe not explicitly, but there's this sort of like implicit thing of, you know, play it safe. You know, if it's, if it's scary, turn away from it, you know, like everything's a liability, you know, <laughs> like all this, this and that, and, you know, and the world just gets safer and safer and safer and safer, but at, at the cost of, you know, we're, we're, we're not able to initiate ourselves maybe in the same way that, that our souls would like to. So yeah, discernment, how, how, how I discern. Um, like, yeah. Have you had an example of an experience where you, where you were able to see like, wow, this fear was actually blocking me. There was an actual real, real physical danger in my experience. And I actually was like, had this protective mechanism over myself. Yeah, absolutely. I can, I can think of a couple examples and, you know, and, and a lot of them or in most of them, like, yes, the, the danger is still real. It's like, <laughs> it's like just, just just because we're just yes. because we are you know facing our fear just because it's for our growth also doesn't mean that it's safe 
that's that's the, that's the thing it's like there is okay there, there is there is there is always a risk and there's and there's no way around it and mm. you know either any any way you look at it you know the hero the hero's journey is that we all we are all called to take a risk yeah. you know that's that's part of that's part of the initiation is taking that risk and i can i can think of a i can think of a couple examples of like you know one when i can times that i've confronted fear and you know i've i've been afraid and there has been danger and there's the risk were real and at the same time i knew that it was it was for the benefit of my soul to to cultivate the courage to face it anyways and mm-hmm. One example or one story I can think of is the first time that I surfed proper big waves, like 20 foot plus. And I remember I was in my early 20s again. Um, and <laughs> I, you know, I really, I really had this strong desire, this strong pull to, you know, I want to, I want to be a big wave surfer. I want to, I want to know what it's like to, you know, to ride that 20 foot plus face. And, um, I had moved from my home in Santa Barbara up to the central coast where the waves are a lot bigger for that specific purpose for a winter. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember the the first time I was presented with that opportunity and it was, you know, this beautiful bluebird day, like late winter and the waves are just absolutely perfect and absolutely massive and just big and scary and beautiful and i remember coming around the corner to to the spot that i essentially moved up there to be able to surf and i never i never in my life seen waves that big <laughs> up, up, up into that point and i remember like coming around the corner and looking out across the bay and seeing these waves break on this reef and just you know the lines stacking in and just giant you know, what to me looked like mountains of water just rolling in and hitting the reef and, you know, mm-hmm. exploding and rolling down into the cove and there's nobody else out. And I was just thinking, I'm like, holy shit, like, is this, this is really what I wanted. Like, did I really sign up for this? Like, like, oh man, like, I don't need to do this. Like, I can just go around the corner and go where it's smaller and, you know, like play it safe and, you know, you know, all these things like it's sunny and warm, it would be nice to get in the water anyway. So I'll just, you know, I could just like, you know, go surf this other spot and, you know, no big deal. And, and my mind, my mind was having this process. And at the same time, my soul was just like, no, (laughs) this is what you came here for. Like you came here for this and you, you know, this is what, you know, this is what you wanted. And like, you, you know, like, you know, you can do this. I mean, at the time I maybe didn't know completely because I'd never surfed anything that big, but mm-hmm. uh, it was it was a very clear yes from from my soul or from my gut or you know mm-hmm. it, was, it was just this this kind of like unconscious knowing of like yes like this is this is what I'm here for even though my mind and like my body was like kind of like quivering of fear like oh i don't know if this is really what i want like i don't know if i really want to do this um mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like that 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 silent knowing that like i'm, I'm sure you've experienced sometimes too where it's like when you face something that is um you know it's essentially your dragon and, and like your body yeah. or your mind just just want to just want to turn and run but there's this 
deeper yeah. part of you that knows that like no this is this is what i'm here for and even though this requires more courage than maybe i've used before in my life um and there's a risk here and i don't know what's on the other side and the danger is real and you know x y and z like i know this is what i'm here to do i know this is what i'm here for and i know there's there's something else awaiting there's a new level of myself awaiting for me on the other side of this experience Mm. um so that was obviously not the first time i faced fear but um or the last time but that was for me a really pivotal point in my life because it showed me that you know if i do it, it was an opportunity it was it was a choice to listen to that to that silent knowing or to you know listen to the mind and obviously you know i chose to listen to that silent knowing you you want to make call it your soul or your intuition or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um and what that opened up for me was one one of the most amazing surf sessions of my life <laughs> yeah go it was amazing hey, i got a few really really i mean at that time was were the biggest waves of my life and it was it was uh, it was a day that i'll absolutely never forget just feeling that kind of speed and that kind of power and that kind of connection with the ocean in that way was you know again i'd never experienced anything like that before in my life and i was the only one out and got you know several really large big blue beautiful waves and (laughs) um no wipeouts no no injuries and just had a really mind-blowing door opening day and um yeah it it opened up opened up the door not only to you know other big wave days but also just opened up the door to like wow if I can do this what else can I do (laughs) <laughs> like, or like wow if i if i'm capable of this what else am i capable of that i've written off because it was wow because i was afraid of it wow you know and i that's that's the thing about fear is that i feel like the more we cultivate the more we cultivate listening to that silent knowing and acting on it and moving forward with what our soul knows that it's here to do the more we the more we're aware of our capacity and our power and Mm-hmm. and our strength and the more the more yeah the more in tune we are with ourselves really because i mean that's that's what we are essentially is that is that soul is that knowing is that um yeah you know and so it's you know to listen to anything else is to is to cut ourselves short yes cut our experience short wow incredible thank you for sharing that i i have a couple of things here i have um a question that i want to ask you related to that. But first, I just want to say that being in relationship with you, with you as someone who embodies facing your fears, I really experience you as someone that I can trust without any kind of question, without any doubt, (laughs) because you trust yourself. And, you know, I, I, obviously don't go out there with you (laughs) into those big waves, even though some days I feel like they're big waves for me. But even when you do go out into a big wave day, I know the enormity of them. I've seen them myself. And at the same time, you know, I 
sometimes I would have these like little thoughts of like, wow, like, is he going to be okay? Or, but they really just melt off. I never, I never feel this sense of like needing to tug you back into quote unquote safety or to keep you from going out there because I, I always come back to this knowing of like, he's, he's more than all right. He, he, he's really got this. And I think that it really, um, steeps into all, all, all areas of your life, all in all areas of my life within our relationship. And it's something that I really, really treasure. And I'm just so grateful to experience with you. Mm. And I'm, I'm curious if you want to speak to anything around how you move move with the fear and with the very real risk that there is in mm-hmm. facing your fears and still doing it anyways yeah um yeah so i mean like i like i said it's it's kind of like a practice right it's like the more you follow follow that voice you follow that silent knowing of like you know, I know this is scary. I know I'm afraid, but I know that this is what I need to do anyways. Like, or, or I know that I can do this, or I know that I'm I'm going, or, you know, I know that I need to do this. The more that you follow that voice, the more, um, I guess, the more kind of natural it becomes <laughs> and the more, <laughs> more um, the more fear kind of moves into its rightful place, you know, because if, if fear goes unchecked, it can just kind of take over and just occupy a lot more of your psychic space than it needs to and keep, keep your reality a lot smaller than it needs to be. However, if we, if we look for those opportunities, if we're on, you know, constant, yeah, if we're constantly scanning for the, there's those opportunities of, you know, where, where do I need to move forward right now? Even though it's, even though it's, you know, a little bit scary. If we're, if we're constantly stepping into and leaning into those opportunities, then that, then it's just going to become more second nature to us. That's just, that's just natural. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't, doesn't need to be just surfing 20 foot waves, right? It can be, you know, it can be going to grad school, even though you don't know, (laughs) are you going to pay for it, but you know that, you know that you need to do it or moving across the country, even though you don't know anyone where you're moving to or um <laughs> not speaking from personal experience yeah. here at all <laughs> <laughs> or leaving a job because you know it's not right for your soul but you know you just know that yeah, that's what such a, that's yeah, what needs to happen at that moment um so as we we all have we all have these opportunities you know and they're they're everywhere they're probably you know in our in our lives every day to certain degrees so uh, just say, yeah, the more the more we pay attention to that, the more we lean into those opportunities, the more the more second nature that becomes. And, you know, it's never it's never going to be totally, totally a breeze. Right. There's always going to be things that are still scary. And the more the more we level up and the more we we lean into those fears, the more, um, you know, the more they're going to they're going to keep popping up. And that's that's good. That's alchemy. Right. That's that's what we're that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not like it ever it's ever over. It's ever done. But it's um, but the process. I feel like it's a little bit easier because the more we do it, the more we know what we're doing. Sounds like you know, practice makes uh, not perfect, but it's all about just practicing and maybe 
recognizing one's own personal uh, capacity at the moment Mm -hmm. or maybe edge at the moment in whatever area of life. And maybe whether it's through something physical like surfing or running or what have you, or maybe it's something intellectual like going back to school or um, maybe it's something, you know, relational or having to do with your career. It sounds like constantly assessing where your edge is and even like feeling into those chapters of life where we are brought to this edge, where we are brought to kind of like that feeling and experience you were speaking to at the beginning of having being on top of the mountain and like solo in nature, but still feeling like there's something missing. You know, maybe when we come to those parts in life, recognizing those for what they are as like, okay, I've reached my edge here. Mm -hmm. It's time to um, identify the new dragon or maybe maybe a returning dragon in a Mm -hmm. different way, you know, and face it. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like and maybe if you want to fill in any any other like any other ways that you would describe who you become or what happens when you step on the other side of fear. Mm -hmm. Something that I heard was multiple doors of opportunity opening for you because you're like, wow, this, I faced my fear in this, what, in what other ways or what other areas of life am I holding back from? Right. And now having this newfound capacity and um yeah like sense of capability to face them Mm -hmm. so is there anything else you feel like we 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 get into contact with on the other side of facing our fears yeah absolutely like like kind of like i said it's it's the process of alchemy it's the process of our own stepping into the fullness of of who we came here to be right and it does like i said it doesn't matter if it's surfing if it's your career if it's your relationship whatever it is it's like we all we all have these opportunities to to step into these uncomfortable zones not just for the sake of scaring ourselves or hurting ourselves but for the sake of alchemy for for transformation and yeah there's 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 so many so many directions i could i could go with this um again just just using my own life as an example like i remember when I was a kid, you know, when I was a younger kid and I was looking, you know, just, you know, on TV or whatever and seeing people that were like, you know, big wave surfing and downhill skateboarding and, you know, big mountain snowboarding and all these things that were really looked like really intense and really crazy. And just like remembering like the first thought that would come through my mind every time I saw that sort of thing it was like, well, that's really cool. But like, I would never do that. That would never be. <laughs> I'll never be honest. <laughs> You know, like I can't imagine myself doing it. But then like the thing about the hero's journey is that you you are the hero. You know, it's it's not that it's just someone else's journey. It's that, you know, if there's if there's something here for you to mm. to experience, it's like you're you're the one mm. you're the one that that's going to experience those things and you, you can kind of feel what those things are by what 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 you're most attracted to or what what turns you on the most but um anyways i bring up that example because you know watch watching those people do these crazy things on tv as a kid and then you know becoming an adult and then stepping in 
to my fear to a point where I was <laughs> I was that guy doing all those things those skating those big mountains and snowboarding those crazy lines and um surfing those big <laughs> waves and it's really a beautiful beautiful thing because it's like you know we may write write things off we may you know say our reality is only going to be this big from a certain perspective but then when we're willing to to lean into those things that are are scary or fearful that that our our reality becomes a lot bigger and we start we start to really um we start to be the hero ourselves <laughs> not, not just look 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 at other people as you know as oh they're the, they're the ones they're the ones that are doing it but it's not me you know yes um yes. yeah yeah maybe I'm feeling like maybe we could transition into talking about just the archetype of the hero's journey a little bit more now. Yeah. Because I feel perfect. like we're kind of we're kind of moving in that direction. We've given people hints of maybe different parts of the hero's journey, but yes, mm. please describe uh, more. So yeah, again, so the hero's journey was something that that really really um blossomed in my psyche that that night um on big big sir when i i realized myself as you know the knight looking for a dragon and that, that's when i realized that the hero's journey isn't just um it just isn't, isn't just an archetype for storybooks right or for, for a good movie you know it's like we're all we're all familiar we're all familiar with with the hero's journey and you know movies and books and you know you see it anywhere from the bible all the way to star wars and cats everywhere every everywhere in between you know any just about any any good book worth reading or a good story worth watching you can see most if not all the elements of the hero's journey playing in there and looking at it in my life and you know just in my own own research the more I look into it, the more the more it becomes apparent that the reason that we're so attracted to this this archetype of the hero's journey is because it is the archetype of our our human journey. You know, it's 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 mm. archetype of our our journey here in these bodies on the on this planet. It's it's not just something that's that's for the movies. It's we we are all the heroes. You know, we're all mm. all an, a knight or a hero or heroine or whatever you want to call it that's that's us that's each and every one of us and you know obviously each of our dragons are going to look a little bit different but we're all us we're it's it's all us we're all called to step into an initiation to to rise up to a challenge to face our fears in a certain way and i'm just going to take a moment to lay out lay out the archetype of the hero's journey for those that aren't familiar uh, familiar with it on the hero's journey it has you know, like like a story, it has certain certain pieces to it, certain certain archetypes to it, and it starts with very first element of the hero's journey is the call to adventure. Mm -hmm. So that that's where it all starts. That's my favorite. My that's, favorite part. <laughs> that's the absolute beginning of the hero's journey is the call to adventure. And you know, we can think of this. You know, if we want to think of it in you know terms of Lord of the Rings, it's when. Um, uh, what's his name? The wizard guy Gandalf comes in and he, <laughs> he he presents this big quest to to Frodo and uh, Sam. Sam Frodo and Sam. He, yes. he he presents this big quest and he's like, "Hey, there's there's this thing. There's this ring that we need to take back to this mountain. There's this there's this journey that needs to happen. There's this there's this quest. If we want to look at that in terms of our human lives, our everyday human lives, we could say the call to adventure was when we as souls chose to incarnate or ha had the opportunity to incarnate into these human bodies, right? 
because we may yeah. have, we may have just been floating around in the ethereal you know not embodied just kind of what doing whatever we didn't have a drag this later maybe just kind of floating around in, in the ethereal and then there is this opportunity to hey you can come on this great adventure you can come incarnate in this body that is stephanie <laughs> or christoph or little whoever. did we know we what we were getting into right <laughs> so so that's that's the very beginning is is the call to adventure and with with the call to adventure obviously there's a great challenge there there's a great risk that's presented there's there's a lot of unknown yeah. so a lot of facing your fear is really is really facing the unknown right because we don't yeah. we don't know what's going to happen when we take up that call to adventure so that's that's the first that's the first step in the hero's journey and then when the hero is presented with that call to adventure oftentimes probably more often than not there's sort of a um a stepping back or a stepping away from it like whoa that's that's too big that's too big for me like not me that's you know that's that sounds scary that's you know like oh just be safer to you know play it safe and stay on the shore and not paddle out there or not you know kind of just stay stay in my comfort zone um but eventually you know if it's a good story if it's a story worth listening to or watching or living eventually that silent knowing comes in and it says no this is this is your journey and you need to take this journey <laughs> right so that's that's the acceptance of the journey so that's that's the second step in the hero's journey and then once the hero accepts the journey once he or she you know incarnates into a body and starts starts this life journey there's there's the initiation, there's a threshold that that they need to cross, right? So they mm-hmm. they step out onto their journey. You know, maybe they're born into a human body or they step foot on a little literal journey or mm-hmm. you know, paddle start start the paddle out or into those waves. In front of those big waves and <laughs> right. um so that's that's the crossing of the threshold. And that's when the hero leaves what they've known before behind. That's when the hero leaves their old self, their old identity, um, their old comforts, their old stories behind, and they embark on this quest and they step out into this this liminal space of this journey where they're not quite who they were before mm-hmm. and they're not quite who they're becoming yet mm-hmm. and they're kind mm-hmm. of they're mm-hmm. kind of just on on this journey and they're stepping out and they're they're starting their journey and that's yeah so did you want to say something i just want to know if there's if you have perspective on this particular part here where people find themselves in the in-betweenness if there's maybe like a healthy way to be in this in this space because I think that oftentimes this can be a place where we can become, I don't know if stuck is the right word, mm-hmm. but where we can kind of like freak out and flail yep. and kind of be like, no, like even try to like cling back totally. to our old identity and our old self uh-huh. and maybe like move back to that place we were before or mm-hmm. like, you know, where that title or that job to the place where we were before. So yeah. Do you have perspective on how to be yeah i'm actually i'm actually really glad that you asked that question because that's that's a really good question right because that's that's where a lot of the the discomfort begins <laughs> that's, all, that's where a lot of the, the kicking and screaming starts and um, to to answer your question i would say 
being comfortable in the unknown mm. and not not clinging to what you know or what you think you know or what you think is good for you or what you think you need or any of that, but just really being comfortable in in not knowing, you know, not knowing where you're headed, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing all the things that are going to come up in between. Um, and that that not that comfortability in not knowing, I find arises from a sense of deep trust. Mm. A really, really deep trust, not just a not just a belief or a, you know, just a trying to convince yourself that everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Because that that's coming from not the really mind. gonna work. That's coming from the mind and that's not gonna get you very far. Yeah. Um, but a really, a really deep, a really deep trust, a really deep surrender into the larger intelligence that is organizing your life at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's something that if we try to rationalize, we're never gonna be able to wrap our heads around and so the you know the rational conscious mind is is gonna fall short if we try to you know try to calculate all the different possibilities and see all the different c- scenarios and weigh it all out in our mind before we step into it. That's never gonna work. Takes We're- so much energy to do that. <laughs> it take it takes way too much. Takes way too much energy. Speaking personal experience. And <laughs> and it's it's gonna be a, a horribly limited limited perspective because you're never going to be able to take in all the possibilities right what's what is possible with the infinite intelligence that's designed in your life is beyond anything that we could ever rationally grasp or comprehend and so to even try to do so would probably drive drive somebody mad Um, so there's this deep deep surrender and deep trust and for me there's a lot of you know you can call like intuitive knowing um we're we're just like i i feel a lot like in my gut or just like overall just like a full body knowing that you know this this is what i need to do it's scary but it's going to be okay i trust i surrender Mm -hmm. um you know there's there's no way out but there's a way through (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. i i I can't i can't back out of this it wouldn't serve me to back out of this but i can right i can and will be seen through it you know and just yeah just no knowing that with with your you know, will be in. Yeah. Because sometimes in, in some, in some situations, um, we can kind of like fool ourselves into thinking that we are going back to security and, and, and opting out of that, you know, calling, but all in all, there's like, there's a sense of like nature to this. Like it is part of our nature to grow and change and transform in this way and so to let you know whether we think of it as spirit or again nature or the divine to take us steward us through that process seems really really important also this factor of like of trust i really like that you named that of like yeah feeling this innate sense of of trust that we will see ourselves through it this is a phase where the, a phase or like a a feeling a realm even that I feel it as that I experiment a lot with myself in being in that in between like transitory kind of chapter of life or state where this is where I really feel like I like to think of it as like the eyes of my feet turning on and awakening 
where I'm no longer seeing, quote unquote, seeing through my maybe like physical eyes and the things that I can like tangibly see in front of me, because all of that is is changing in some sense, like my life is changing. I can no longer rely on the logical or the tangible in in some senses. And so this is where I really feel and also allow and 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 even magnify the sensory experience of seeing through my like my inner eye, my inner vision, that intuition that you are speaking to. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really magical when we can like feel it turning on and then allow it to really, really turn on and operate from feeling our way through through life in that way. Right. So go ahead and continue. Yeah, no, no, I, I love that. Yeah, um, that's that's a great metaphor. I like the eyes at the bottom of your feet. That kind of that kind of really speaks to, um, you know, it's really it's really more about feeling your way through than thinking your way through exactly. <laughs> thinking your way through that's exactly. you know the, the 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 thinking mind has a tremendous capacity and has a you know have really has a place in you know handling the things that it can understand and the things that it can't understand it has no place in in making decisions <laughs> which you know is often where these big um you know life life journeys reside they reside in the place of you know we can't consciously um make sense of it all so um yeah it's more it's more about feeling your way through Mm -hmm. um yeah so i think is there one one more stage yeah there's there's a there's a lot more stages of the hero's journey so we left off um you know the threshold threshold yeah so Mm -hmm. so just just to give an overview there's 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 different there's different stages of the hero's journey. Okay, yeah. So just just to give an an overview of the hero's journey, you know, obviously I'm talking about the the little steps in between, but there's there's three main sections of the hero's journey. There's the first is the threshold, which is you know kind of what we what we we're just talking about, where the hero finally takes the call to cross the threshold of you know the unknown and step you know step into this 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 journey this journey of becoming this this alchemical process um there's the initiation where which is where the hero faces the greatest challenge right it's it's kind of like the pinnacle of of the story it's it's where the hero actually faces the actual dragon goes to battle with the dragon or whatever it is and then there's the 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 integration part where the hero comes back to where they came from where they left from Mm -hmm. um but they come back in a different way because they're they're bringing different person they're yeah they're, they're coming back as a different person they're bringing some sort of a gift back for their people right some yes. sort of some, something that they've gained from their journey right mm-hmm. so those are kind of like the three three overall um big stages of the hero's journey and so in a sense there's like uh I mean, there's a purpose for all of this anyways for our like maybe individual growth but there's also a um like a service piece to this where we go through all of this we may even feel really really alone throughout this journey that we're taking as we're confronting our dragon but then at the end we always have part of part of part of coming back as a different person means 
bringing a gift back to the others, whoever quote unquote the others are, whether it's like our community, our friends, you know, our family. Would you say that that's absolutely that's that's the that's the only I would say the only reason the hero's journey exists is not just solely for ourselves. It's because it's because we are all deeply connected. We are all you know manifestations of each other to an extent, and um, the whole reason we go through these alchemical processes, you know, if it, if it was just for ourselves, you know. Kind of, what's the point there? You know, but it would be a whole lot of suffering. I think it'd be, yeah, it'd be just, a lot. But you know, going, going, going through life, slaying um, a bunch of dragons. Yeah, just slaying dragons <laughs> for your for your own for the personal good. Of, that doesn't really, yeah, yeah, I don't know how much that really does. But but when but, you have, yeah, mm-hmm. when you have something to to bring back, um, to to give the others, and you know, by something, you know, there's there's all there's all sorts of different ways this has been you know represented in in different journeys you know sometimes you know the hero slays the dragon and then brings the princess back to the community right and that's like that's like the gift back um back to the community but but in in reality at any any time you any time you face your dragon and you you step up to your challenge what what you gain you know may not it's probably not going to be a literal princess that you're bringing back but it's going to be some sort of alchemy that happens within you some sort of something that happens within you and then you're going to come back and the people that are around you are going to pick up on that and they're going to you know whether you have more courage now or more patience now more insight now more mm-hmm. you know whatever, whatever maybe you've learned a new skill maybe you've you know developed some sort of healing ability you know what, whatever it is um gain some new knowledge whatever it is it's like you now have that to share with the people that are around you right and that you know that then you're you have you have a fuller cup from which to share from and and in in that way we we we're all uplifting everyone we're all uplifting each other every time we we take that call every time we take that call to to go on that journey yeah in a sense i feel as though when we know about this um aerial view of you know, the nature of transformation, of change and growth, in a sense, maybe we're, we're better equipped to trust ourselves whenever we are going through an initiation and also trust others whenever they are going through a certain challenge in life, like really seeing them through in a way where it's, it's all for um, the better of themselves and all connected to them. Absolutely. And um, personally, for me, whenever I'm going through something challenging, you know, even though I can really let myself be in the throes of it, even like alchemize the grief that can come up during that. There's still these moments of like popping my head up over water, so to speak, and 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 knowing like there is a treasure to be uncovered at the end of this. Mm -hmm. There is there is a boon at the end of this. There is. I'm in the process of alchemizing lead into gold. And so just thank you so much for sharing your, your personal story with this. And, you know, I feel as though you're someone that really, really embodies this, this mythos, this way of interacting with life. It's something that I feel you really 
that that helps you really um, face life and in in a sense um, embody more aliveness within your being where you can actually really access maybe you know in a to not to like polarize this too much but you are someone that accesses a lot of joy like pure innocent joy and play at the same time I feel like not a lot of people know that about you I'm actually people I I think people really sense that that joy piece about you but don't sense that you've you you're able to get there and feel that because of all of this kind of like underground um journeying with the hero's journey that you do so yeah thank you so much are there any last thoughts that you have that Um, you wanna yeah there's i feel like there's a lot more i'm feeling like we should probably do a a part two to this because i was feeling that too yeah just just with the whole hero's journey archetype that that really segues into the rites of passage journey which i think we should talk about Mm -hmm. in the next part of this one Mm -hmm. amazing well we have a part two coming you've you've heard it and for now we'll go ahead and close up this conversation on the hero's journey and facing your fears thank you so much for speaking to us Pleasure.